you ever heard of the idea of emotional strength? Remember, we talked a little bit about this not long ago. You ever, you ever heard me say soul strength? Strong soul, soul strength. Um, there are words like capacity or bandwidth. Capacity. It's amazing because sometimes you'll run into somebody who has a high capacity. And you just wonder, well, how do you have a capacity that's so, <clears throat> so large? It's big. It's, it's, like, uh, it's like some people can run a mile and some can run a marathon. <laughs> and you just wonder, why can they do that and I can't do that? Because they've been doing that. And they've built up to it. And they know what kind of stuff to fuel their body so that they can maintain that. I don't know anything about that, but I've heard it's pretty awesome. <laughs> it's not a stuff. <laughs> no, but uh, so so there's there's this idea of, of capacity and bandwidth and, and and you know just like anything in life, if you want to grow some muscle, which I don't know anything about either. <laughs> Set myself up. But if you want to like build some muscle, you got you got to stretch, you got to you got to exert, you got to create. You know, some resistance and, and things tear. You know? And then and then they start and in my life things start going, Whoo! That just tore. <laughs> I was just using the Ford. And I just <laughs> it's not good. Uh, no, but you know you know, right? If you've ever been to the gym, which I have, you killing me. Anyway, so like you you know it takes it takes So if you want to grow your emotional strength, if you want to build your bandwidth, if you want to increase your capacity, you've got to know that it's, it's so important to, to, to make the positive or to receive. How many of you feel like you're, really, you're a really receptive person? You're a really receptive person. It's easy for you to receive. You don't have a problem with receiving. You just, it's, you love it. How do you feel like it's easy to receive? How many of you feel like it's a little tougher to receive things? You know, like encouragement. How many of you can receive encouragement really well? <laughs> how many of you feel like you get? How many of you feel like you're getting enough encouragement in your life? Oh. Maybe. So. All right. All right. Cool. How many of you feel like it would really help refresh and refuel you if somebody would encourage you a little more frequently? It's okay to be honest. Right? Yes. Yeah. That's exactly right. Nice. That's right. That's what I'm saying. Right? It goes a long way. That's right. So uh, if life and death is in the tongue, then, then man, you could breathe some life into somebody by just conveying some words of encouragement. Now, I know this is simple and practical, but I'm talking about making deposit into your soul, man. The strong soul has a has a measure, it has a deposit, and you increase the bandwidth of your life and the capacity of your world if you if you if you've had a full measure and you've got a deposit in your world. Mm-hmm. Now eventually you learn to strengthen yourself and you learn how to run where where maybe you don't need near as much encouragement to have enough soul strength or emotional strength to run. But everybody, everybody needs to be refueled and refreshed. And words of affirmation go a long, long way. Mm-hmm. See? Mm-hmm. And, and don't, don't, don't think you can carry on so long without being refreshed and renewed. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. This, is, this, is, this is, I'm telling you, this is a big deal in your life. This is a big deal in your life. Have you ever heard the term burnout? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have, you ever, have you ever heard 
or seen someone use the term burnout and you look at them in there and you think there's no way they're burnout. You know burnout and that's not burnout. Or you look at them and you go, my God, this, this man's he's burnt. Mm-hmm. And then you start trying to help to pick up the load so that they can breathe a little more. Mm-hmm. Burnout. We can avoid that. Mm-hmm. So here's this Jesus. Busy. Obligation, demand, people drawing on. And so he's, he's, he's doing good. The Bible said he went around doing good, killing all those who were afflicted. That was his job description. He was just cranking. He went around. That's what it said. He went around doing good, healing all those who were afflicted. Imagine if that was your. What's uh, Ben? That's great. Well, he's uh, he's doing good, healing all those who were afflicted. <laughs> so here's Jesus working his tail, and the disciples who are around him recognize he's 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 working. How do you know? You know when someone's working. When they're exhausted, there's there's a few folks I've seen lay out riprap and dish lines, and I just knew I knew they were working. Then then the ones that were watching, managing them, staring at them, thought that they were working. And I knew full well they weren't burnt. <laughs> they were they were full of energy. My God. But uh, so here's here's this Jesus. Let's get back on track. <laughs> Laying the rip rap. And, 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 you know, everyone noticed it. The disciples noticed it. And so much so that the Bible said that one of them looks to the other, bunch of them, and says, could nobody get him some food? And they're telling him, Jesus, stop. It's time to eat. You gotta eat. You need to eat. Now, food and eating is about nourishment and renewal, right? And the physical body needs food and drink, okay? So the disciples, in in their context and in their frame of mind at that point, were like, look, you've been working. Shouldn't you stop and eat? And Jesus says something to them that is epic. And, and, and let me just read this to you. This is, this is big. Uh, this is out of John chapter 4. It says, uh, so verse 31, chapter 4. Meanwhile, it says, the disciples urged him and said, Rabbi, you got to eat something. Mm-hmm. Verse 32, he says to them, he said, look, I have food to eat that you know nothing about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then the disciples said to each other, could nobody, could nobody have brought him any food? And then verse 34 says, my food, Jesus says, is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. So don't say, we have still four months until harvest. Because I'm telling you, open your eyes now and look at the fields, because they're ripe for harvest. Even now the one who reaps draws a wage and harvests a crop for eternal life, so that the sower and the reaper may be glad together. Thus the saying, one sows, another reaps. And then he says, I have sent you to reap what you have not worked for, Others have done the work. You have reaped the benefits of their labor. Mm-hmm. You guys have to know that this scripture is talking about so much. Okay? So much. You know, one has sowed, so all may reap. 
Jesus was sown so that you all may reap. And the work of him who sent me, Jesus is saying, my fuel, because that word food translated as the word eso, which is also the word fuel. My fuel is to do the will of him who sent me. So don't say four months and then. So I'm telling you it's now. Now's the time. And the harvest is now. And, and one has sown so you can reap now. And reap that, he refers to the reaping of eternal life in righteousness. He's talking about righteousness and eternal life. One has sown so you all may reap. And, uh, and there's so much that I could talk about in this passage that I want to so desperately <clears throat> talk about. And we'll talk about it. But the thing I really want to highlight tonight is this, is, is there's something about being about his business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's something about being about his business that brings a fuel to your life that nothing else even comes close to comparing to. Okay? So, you know, we talk about practical and professional development, and then we talk about faith and foundation. Let me just tell you, your job is not meant to meet all your needs. Mm-hmm. And it's really not ever going to meet all your needs. Yeah. You've got to maintain and remember this idea that there's a, there's a work yeah. and there's a will of the Lord for your life. And that you participating right in the flow and the stream of his will for your life is going to give you a reciprocating renewal. It's like being tapped into a source that goes so far beyond just picking up a piece of bread and feeding yourself. Your physical man needs food and water to be nourished and strengthened. Have you ever had a tall glass of cold water on a hot day after you've been working, say laying riprap or something, or watching, and and, um, and you've got that tall glass of water and it felt so good. <sighs> the physical body knows when it's being refreshed, right? I'm talking about something that's so much, so much more than just a physical thing, although it will affect your physical life. Your entire outlook will be affected by what you put your heart and priority into. And I don't want you to lose the forest for the trees here. I want you to understand that, that your your workplace and your job and, and, and the role you play in the marketplace is, is good and it's wonderful. And you need to do it as unto the Lord, and you need to know that there's a fuel in it and a, re- and a renewal from it as well. That work is no longer a curse, it's a blessing. And it's meant for our good, not for our harm. Mm-hmm. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, it's for good. It's an expected end. It's not to harm you, it's to bless you. The Lord has great blessing in store for you. And whatever you put your hand to, you can be blessed by it. But I want you to understand something. It's not just the thing that you exchange for a wage so that you can support your personal life. There's so much more to life than that. Yeah. And if you don't if you don't actually dive into the idea of, of the will of God, the will of God for your life, you're missing an opportunity to tap into a source of fuel and, and renewal that is so significant. I don't want to be known as someone who spent their life coordinating and, and working around bricks and mortar and hammers and nails and and gathering for the sake of food or football games for the sake of I want to be known as someone who is about his work his business and, and I want to tell you right now that if there's anything that's on his mind high 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 priority number one priority it's you it's me 
He said, I've come that you might have life. You and I were always the point. You and I have never been removed from being the point. And that you may say, you know, my personality is not so much an extrovert. This is not about an introverted or an extroverted individual. This is about recognizing that there's, there's a real fuel in relationships that can bring something to your life that will change your world. If you get stuck in the 9 to 5 and go to work and earn your wage, you might, you might find some resource. But if you neglect recognizing that the will of the Lord is, is also the people that surround you, and the will of the Lord is the people that are in your community. And the will of the Lord is the people in the marketplace. The will of God is for life. Mm-hmm. That they recognize that, that there's a whole other realm of life for them. Mm-hmm. If you miss that, why? Why do you have your wage? Mm-hmm. But there's a fuel that comes out of, out of doing the will of the Lord and the work of the Lord. And, and I can tell you that, that, that that's a relational thing. That, that's always going to touch people. And if you want to continue to maintain a healthy deposit in your emotional life, in your soul life, you've got to learn to cultivate relationship. Mm-hmm. Healthy relationship. This has an amazing effect if it's not healthy. Because it flips the coin. The Bible says a man who finds a wife finds a good thing. It should say a man who finds a good wife finds a good thing. But a man... Who may have found everyone's going, Oh my gosh. <laughs> I can't believe you just said that. Well, let me tell you if you've never been in a relationship that was not healthy, or in a relationship that is toxic, or in a codependent relationship, or a dependency relationship, doesn't have to be, where there's constant draw, constant pull. Constant drag, claw, shred, drop kick off the top rope. <laughs> Not none of that, but I mean, like if you ever had a relationship like that, you know what I'm talking about. That stuff will drain you. So, do we just drop them? <coughs> no. But we better find we better find some healthy relationships that are reciprocal and refreshing that breed renewal in our life and and we need to cultivate relationships that are this healthy because I'm telling you you'll run dry you'll run dry now are relationships the only place to fuel your life no I can honestly tell you that that is actually a fuel to my life to accomplish a task I love to set a goal meet the goal accomplish the task that feels good, doesn't it? How many of you feel good when you start something and you finish it? How yeah? many feel great when you start but don't finish? <laughs> I mean, it, it does something to you, doesn't it? Yeah. So, so like, it's not just relationships that bring a fuel to your life, but you got to know that's got to be top, top on your, on your radar. For, for the will of God and, and the work of the Lord, right? But 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 there are other things that can fuel your life. It's what you put your hand to, right? Mm-hmm. If if what you put your hand to is a blessing to you, to the people around you, it's productive. Do you know why productivity is so important? Because it it, it actually is like fuel to your life. It, it not only rewards you with something, but it actually fuels you for the next. It's like this stop, this, this, this kingdom life. It's, it's amazing. He intrinsically builds within it 
constant renewal. Like the idea of, of <laughs> look to the ant, you sluggard. He's like, I want you to be productive. I don't want you to be lazy. But you're going to thank me for this. Because with that productivity will come a fuel and a renewal. That's like your reward. And, and the renewal and the reward of, of hard work is that you're going to have the energy and the joy to do more hard work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's God. Yeah. It's yeah. like kingdom right there. That's, that's a whole other level. So, so, so here's the thing. I, I want you to be wise. Uh, have you ever heard the term self-care? Mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily that much of a fan of the idea of the term. Because most of the time when people use the term, it's a justification, really. Mm-hmm. But I will say that there is wisdom in the idea of, of making sure that you look after your soul. Mm-hmm. See, see, a healthy soul. Have you ever heard the saying, hurt people hurt people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dry people drain people. Dry people drain people. And a healthy soul, my gosh, you want a promotion at work? Tend your soul. Mm-hmm. Tend your soul. Find out, find out what renews your soul. Find out what brings fresh life to you. Mm-hmm. Find out what is like water, an oasis in a dry place. Find out. And, 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 and stay current with that. Relationships are going to be a ref- refreshing thing to your life. And, and if you can't do crowds, then do two. If you can't do two, then do one. Start somewhere. Get refreshing, healthy relationship in your life. Mm-hmm. And let the uh, encouragement... It's the lending of courage. Do you know we all need encouragement? Yeah. We all need it. We all need it. Don't justify through personality types your isolation because you'll be the only one. Don't justify. Man will justify anything in his own mind until he's fully dead. Don't justify himself into oblivion. I mean, there are crusades where they murder people in the name of the Lord. You can justify anything you want. Mm -hmm. The bottom line is, is your personality is not to neglect people. And it never will be. Mm -hmm. Learn how to cultivate, identify, foster healthy relationships. Learn what areas of your life are, are refreshing and renewal to your life. Productivity is actually a benefit. It's not a bar. About be productive. You feeling down? You feeling dry? Get up early. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's good. That's a good word. It's really good. the inclination is is when you're down and dry, you don't want to get up. Yeah. You got to do the opposite. Yeah. You got to do the opposite. Mm-hmm. When you're down and dry, get up early. Mm-hmm. You say what for? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Just get up. Just get up, and if you need to. Get next to somebody who's got something going on until you start showing up with something. The relationship's going to be fuel. And then agenda and, and putting your hand to task is going to open up. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then before you know it, you're caught in the flow and, and the momentum of a renewable, regener- regenerating source of life for yourself. Mm-hmm. And then I'm telling you, you'll do well to cultivate these things <clears> in your personal life. All your days. Mm-hmm. All your days. Life's intense in some seasons. I don't know if you've had enough life yet to know that, that there's tough tough times, tough seasons. Yeah. If not, don't worry. You're blessed. 
Mm-hmm. It's coming. <laughs> no, but this is <laughs> But this is normal life. And, and normal life, just like in anything else. I mean, look, if, if you had a crop that grew just nonstop, the soil will run dry. You know? Nutrients will be drained. There's, there's, there's a pr- you know what? God is so good, He created the universe to work very well. Man has made a little bit of a we haven't so helped it as much as we, we should, but we're working on getting it to wake up to how to co-labor with him on renewable, healthy, sustainable behaviors, you know, that generate good things. But life, the way God has created the earth and the universe, it's amazing. And he actually has a system that's renewable and regenerating. I want to tell you that you need to learn how to flow with the ebbs and flow of life and walk through seasons, up and down seasons. Light and easy, intense and heavy, you need to learn how to flow through them with a strong soul and healthy, healthy emotion. So find quickly, don't delay, find quickly what refreshes you, what brings renewal to your life. You'll find relationships will do it. You'll probably find some productivity will do it. There's one other thing I know. There's many other things, but there's one other thing I want to have. What's that? Worship. That's exactly right. Worship. (coughs) Worship. Presence. Encounter. Let me me just say to you, you may say, you know, I don't know, I worship, I love worship, but I don't sing well. When I hear myself sing, it turns me off. (laughs) Don't sing. Put on an album. Do not excuse yourself out of or away from encounter and presence. Yeah. <coughs> Have you ever heard me say uh, the, the idea of the phrase about burning the oil, not the wick? Mm-hmm. Okay, here's the thing. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. This is... This is there's so much that I'm, I'm not going to say just to get to the point. The bottom line is this. Is, is uh, out of this presence. And for you, look, we don't even have to dictate what presence looks like. You know when you are in presence and encounter, you feel the presence of God. Somebody feels it when they're cooking. Somebody feels it when they're in the, the woods hiking. Somebody feels it when they're when they're at the gym. I don't know anyone like that. They do. They have heard <laughs> Uh, somebody knows his presence when they when they worship and then okay here's the deal a life without presence is a very short life and a very dry life I dare you I dare you to test it dare you to put it to the test and see if you will not prioritize his presence and see that you don't actually become more refreshed, more fueled, more renewed, more uh, secure, more emotionally healthy and whole. I remember a teacher telling me when I was young, Nick, you need to read the word. I was complaining because I was like, I don't know what to do, right? I I was single parent family, oldest son. I was working full time school, managing the house, mom was school full time, work full time, so I was like, I, don't, I, I was in a, a creative arts academy, 
so academics in the morning after lunch, then it was music art, uh, and then and then evening was movement art. So every day for a number of years, and I'm trying to. So so I'm like I don't have time. I, don't, I, don't, I need more time. She said, well, you need to really work. I'm like, how do you give me more time? Give me another task. How do I get more time with more tasks? And she said, I dare you to try that. I dare you to try that. See, if you won't become sharper, more efficient, more effective, more wise and discerning. You'll make better choices. You'll actually make choices that save you time or recoup time. Yeah. And I'm going, this is incredible. So I did. I tried it. And it worked. It worked. And I want to say to you that... There's very few things in life, very few things in life that can even come close to, to explaining or giving you context for what I'm sharing with you. But there, the, the presence of God, the atmosphere of His presence, the priority of His presence, the encounter of His presence, will slingshot you. It will pull you out of It'll lift you up out of, of, of incredible hard times that you feel quite low. It'll, it'll water your soul when you feel incredibly dry. It'll refresh and renew you when you know you're going at full throttle and you're intense and your schedule's pretty tight and you just don't know if you can. There's nothing like the presence of God that'll bring you such incredible renewal and fuel. Jesus said, my food, my food, my fuel is to do the will of him that he sent me. Of course, the will of God was life, right? The kingdom, he said, you know, the kingdom's not eating and drinking, but it's righteousness, peace, and joy. Uh, you know, we think about eating and drinking, we think about we think about do's and don'ts, uh, but he's like, no, the, the kingdom's actually about who you are and, and what he's done. And so it's not do's and don'ts, it's who's and what. So here's the deal. Lean into your relationships. Stay productive. And prioritize his presence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I promise you, you're going to be incredible, efficient, refreshed, vibrant, energetic, expectant, hopeful, reaching, progressing, increasing people. And this is the truth. If it were not so, someone would have told us. Question. Comment. Is this the second one? You said lean into your relationship something. Stay productive. Productivity has an automatic, intrinsic, uh, renewable... <clears throat> you know, if I was going to title this, I'd call it Renewable Energy. If you needed a title for tonight, it's renewable energy. (laughs) People love people love being around people with energy. They love Katie. You just like love it, man. It's just like love you around Katie. She's party. When I think of party, I look it up. Google party, and there's Katie. Like yeah, (laughs) stock photo. <laughs> people love people who are full of life. Yeah. And life breeds life. Yeah. See? Um, evangelism is, is absolutely the natural consequence 
to life. It's just, we don't need more campaign. We don't need more, more program. You know what we do? We need life. We live life to the full, and it's natural. I don't have to get on some curriculum to get on with demonstrating I got it going on. People are attracted to that. You want to raise? Hey, how about this? Um, now I'm switching into Thursday mode, but but I, I dare <coughs> you. I dare you. Now I'm talking about it. for some of you who work in different locations. The door. No, I dare you. If, if you're looking for, if you're looking for a bonus. <laughs> if you're looking for a raise, if you're looking for an increase on the practical professional side, I dare you to focus on the three areas we just talked about. Right? Relationships, productivity, and the priority of this presence. I dare you to give yourself to that for a month. Maybe two. Some some of you gotta really work into it. I'm just saying it's true. Okay, so, but I dare you to do that and see if people aren't more obviously noticing you. And see if your employer doesn't acknowledge you. You're full of life, full of zest, energetic. There's a yes in your heart. There's a can-do attitude. There's like, I'll do it, first person, I'll do it. I dare you to do it and see if increase doesn't come to your life. These are the practicals of some kingdom style work.